Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. I think the thing that you learn over time is that you can trust that God sees the whole picture. He sees more than you can see. He knows every detail and he doesn't miss a trick. And so he's very aware of what needs to happen. And sometimes that trust is about, Lord, help me to back off and let you be you. Because we're not always good at letting God be God, you know. Prayer places us into God's grace and mercy. And the prayers that strengthen our souls are the ones that guide us into his presence where he can soothe our concerns and raise our spirits. Karen Moore is our guest today. She's the author of over 120 inspirational books, including her new book, Prayers to Strengthen Your Soul. Karen says she understands that our fears, our shortcomings, and the demands of life can distract us from prayer life. But if we desire a personal relationship with God, then we must commit to praying and listening to him and today on Connections. She's going to share with us how we can do that. We're joined today by Karen Moore. She is an author and a speaker. She's written over 120 (laughs) books. You obviously have a passion for writing. Tell us a little bit about that passion. What makes you so excited to write? You know, some time ago, I, I started out as a teacher, and then I worked for a greeting card company, and I learned a lot about people. I learned a lot about how to express myself in all kinds of situations, right? Because I had to write for their birthday, but I also had to write for sympathy and graduation and you name it, something had to be written. And not just once, but about 500 times. So I started to see that as as something that helped me to feel compassion in a way that maybe I hadn't even recognized before. And I started looking at the work I had done up to that point in my life, and and I had prayed about it for a long time, but I finally said, you know what, I think I'm a writer, by golly, I think that's mm-hmm. what I must be. And I have been blessed just so much that it's humbling to know that God has let me do this. So I'm excited to do what I do. I feel like the calling on my life is to keep telling God's stories. I don't want us ever to forget that he's there, that he's in charge. He still reigns. He still wants us to recognize him. And that's the work that I hope to continue to do and tell you, know, I don't have any more to say, <laughs> which I don't think will be for a while yet. <laughs> Speaking of your written works, you have this new book, Prayers to Strengthen Your Soul. What do you hope readers take from this? You know, I feel like we live in a world that is so chaotic and so troubling so often that perhaps what would help all of us is to not just remember to pray, but to get back to prayer every single day as often as possible, as much as possible. And I think that sometimes we even get stuck, even if we are prayer people, I think we can get stuck on doing the same thing that we always do. You know, this is how I do it. This is when I do it. And I love the idea of of just letting God be bigger than I have ever imagined him to be and talking to the one being who made everything happen and the only one who can answer in a way that's going to fix what's going on in the world. So my hope for the takeaway, this book not only offers a prayer every day, but it offers a question, a thoughtful question at the end. 
And uh, one of my friends who happened to be a pastor, she told me that she uses this book every morning. And she said, Karen, I think about that question all through the day. Speaking of, you know, you have quite a few devotionals out there. Now, this is an everyday thing. Why do you think we need to be reminded every day and not just maybe once a week on a Sunday morning? (laughs) (laughs) Well, because all of us are living and breathing every day and we're being fed things through social media. We're being experiencing life continually. And none of us know from one moment to the next when things are going to change. The wind is always changing. So what can we do? Well, can we have any control over all that change? Probably not. Uh, can we can we change the way our governments work or the way people think? Not necessarily, but what can we change? We can change our relationship with God. We can build on that so much that it makes us say, you know what, whatever is going on out there, It is well with my soul in here. So you talk about prayer, but you also talk about pausing to listen to God's response. Do you feel that 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 pause is as equally important as the prayer? You know, what I realized a while ago is that, you know, even though I've been a prayer person for a long time now, I I think that sometimes I don't stop to actually think about who this being is I'm praying to. I'm praying to God, the, you know, the one who started the whole mm. story that we're all living. You know, I'm praying to the one being who outshines all of us. And whether we realize it or whether we recognize that the ground we walk on was created by his hand and the life and the purpose that we are each about is is due to him. So I think it's always wonderful to say, you know what, I need to think about who this is that I get to pray to, because it's a privilege. And he invites me, even little old me, you know, (laughs) he says, come on, we've got things to talk about. And I don't have to be, you know, a statesman or somebody who is a celebrity. I don't have to be anything except who I am. Uh, when when you talk about trusting God's plan, I love that because maybe, maybe not, I might like to be in control. I think a lot of people deal with that. But then when things don't go as we planned, it can be hard to trust God. Um, can you share a little bit more about what you unpack with that topic? You know, yes, it's not always easy to trust that the situation you're dealing with will just miraculously become better because you pray. You know, in fact, it's not likely, in fact, it's very likely to get worse (laughs) before it gets better. But I think the thing that you learn over time is that you can trust that God sees the whole picture. He sees more than you can see. He knows every detail and he doesn't miss a trick. And so he's very aware of what needs to happen. And sometimes that trust is about, Lord, help me to back off and let you be you. You know, because we're not always good at letting God be God, you know. (laughs) When it comes to prayer, quite often 
we can become extremely distracted. We, we're, we're an easily distracted society nowadays in all aspects of life. How can we minimize that, especially when we're in prayer? You know, uh, those little stories in your head that and things just start swooping through because you're going to settle down and you're trying to be quiet. You're trying to be still, you know, you're you're trying to do that Psalm 4610 thing and say, you know, be still. And and as soon as you try, what happens? Oh, you know, oh, I forgot to put the laundry in the dryer. Oh, okay. And so you get into this thing of I'm trying to pray, but things are interrupting me. So, okay, what can you do? Well, you can read some Psalms because I I think the Psalms are great expressions of prayer. I mean, David was, and, and the writer, the, the other writers of Psalms, they were willing to express everything going on in life, right? They were praising God when things were going well. They were, where are you? When they couldn't understand what was happening. And so all of those things might help just to just to read a psalm out loud, let's say. Uh, psalm 91 is a good one. Or, or just start talking, you know, a little bit to God and saying, you know what, God, I'm distracted. I'm, I'm trying to talk to you, but things are getting in the way. And just see if that helps you calm down, you know. Um, and sometimes I read a devotional book. Oh, okay, you can do that. Um, you know, I think there are ways to get yourself settled down, but you have to say right out loud, okay, stop this distraction. I know it's it's just trying to keep me from getting close to God. And before you know it, it'll just stop. I, I don't know. It's it's amazing to me, but you can you can pray yourself into praying. <laughs> I love that. Asking God to help you, right? To yes, help yes. me pray better, Lord. Um, you've written so many books. You also have six children, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> Um, now, Colleen and I, we we have two kids each, and you know we're kind of more so in the throes of that. When you talk about these things, does it come from a place of experience? You know, I have actually. I'm, I have to clarify that because um, I'm a blended family here. So I have three children. My husband has three children, and our children are adult children at this point. But as a single mother, you know, for many years, I can tell you that uh, there were many times when they gave me lots of ideas about what I needed to pray about. <laughs> 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 that, you know, your children are such great teachers, aren't they? I mean, you know, if you're willing to listen and look at them and see what their challenges are and what they need from you, they give you lots of ways to go to God and say, you know what? I see this little one struggling with X, Y, Z. What can I do? Um, you know, or wow, they're so happy about that, but I'm not thrilled about that. So what can I do <laughs> about me? How can I see them the way you see them? And, you know, sometimes when we're raising kids and believe me, I'm sure I had this myself, it, you, you can lose track of how important they are just to let them be who they are, you know, let them be what God designed them to be because they're not little clones of us as much as we kind of like that <laughs> if they are. But <laughs> so I'm not sure I answered that correctly, but 
Speaking of children, you've written children's books. You've written these devotionals. You've written gift books. You've written uh, greeting cards. What? Tell us a little bit about why you have such a, a broad audience. I mean, the the greeting cards were a separate entity on their own. But when it comes to your writing, why do you have such a broad audience? Why you do know, you choose that? The the greeting cards are separate on one hand, but they're they're, they're very much the same on the other, because. Anytime you write for anyone at all, you have to imagine, think about the person who's going to read that, right? You have to look at them and think, what will they get out of this? What, you know, how can I connect heart to heart with them if that's where you want to be? How can I keep them interested in what this story is about? Or in the sense of a greeting card, did I say enough in this one tiny little space to make them go, oh, yeah. Yeah, I get that. I identify with that. Or that makes me feel good. Um, so all of this writing that I do, and I I can't tell you, my husband teases me because I'm allowed to have like five ideas on one hand. We, he, you know, he, he said, okay, so no more 10 ideas at a time. You can have one hand. <laughs> so these are the five you can work on. So if I have book ideas, I'm, I'm no longer allowed to have more than one hand worth that I tell him about. Uh, he's been in publishing for 40 years, so he's very helpful with all of those things that reminds me, okay, this is what you can take on. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's a, is it a, is it a gift or a curse? I, I think it's a gift. I, I feel <laughs> like God has blessed me and it's just humbling um, to get to do it. You know, I, I can't imagine, even though I loved teaching when I was a teacher, this this is like one of the most amazing things I get to do. Speaking of writing, I would love to know, have any of your children followed in your footsteps? Ah, you know, my three children are all amazing writers. None of them quite in this realm that I'm doing at the moment, but you know, I expect more than one of them to publish at some point. So we'll see where they where they go. Going back to prayers to strengthen your soul for the listener that may be like, I don't even know where to start. I, I'd, I'm not really that great at prayer. Yeah. What would you say to them? You know, I use this little technique that I call P-R-A-Y. And so my definition of that is the P is what we talked about, pause and think about who God is, right? And and praise him, think about him. The R for me is remember, remember what God has done for me already. You know, sometimes when we're having a bad day or a crisis, we can't remember for the life of us that God's ever shown up. Well, the fact is he's been showing up all your life, right? Mm. So if we could just stop and remember for a moment, even a couple of times, you know what, when I went through that, looking back on it, I can see God's hand at work. So PR, remember, A, ask, ask, ask everything that matters to your heart. You know, I think sometimes we forget that our first love is is Jesus, is God. So, right, this is like the bridegroom. I mean, how many of us don't want to tell the bridegroom everything because we're just so excited and this is the love of our lives and we don't want them to miss anything that's going on with us. So we ask, we, we just tell him I'm struggling with this. I'm happy about that. 
I don't know what to do about all these things. The world is so big. I can't deal with all the struggles everywhere. And you just put it all out there. And so asking, as long as your heart lines up, I think you're in good shape. And why is yield. And I say yield because most of us struggle with letting God be God. We, we, you know, Mother Teresa used to say, just let me get out of the way. And I think that we often just have to say that too. God, let me step aside so you can do what you, what you do best. So Amen. That's the, my approach to prayer. As we are thinking about this new book of yours, Prayers to Strengthen Your Soul, as well as your ministry and speaking engagements, how can people find out more? You know, most of the time I will post on Facebook or I will have something on my website, KarenMoreAuthor.com, uh, if something is coming up that I'm planning to do. And it's all building again currently, so I don't have a revised uh, setup there, but I will soon. Or they can just email me anytime and I'll be happy to answer questions or pray. I'm happy to pray for people. Beautiful. Thank you so much for making time for us today. We do appreciate it. Oh, it was delightful to talk to both of you. And I and I just pray God blesses your work, you know, mightily. And thank you so much for joining us and for listening today. Don't forget to subscribe. We'll talk to you again on Connections.